question was asked, what is femininity? Femininity is defined as qualities or attributes regarded as characteristics of women. To me though, femininity means powerful, gentleness, warmth, emotional creatures, helpful when needed, devoted, sensitive, being very independent, hardly shows signs of any weakness. Femininity is a strong woman yet quiet. A woman who has burdens, but you will never know because she manages to smile through her pain. It is qualities that some to most women learn or possess while others are still learning as they mature. This is what femininity means to me. Welcome to your first full episode of Realizing Femininity. I just thought that I would touch base with everybody to let you guys know how the episodes are going to work moving forward. So at the beginning of each episode, you're going to hear a recording from a woman and some men describing or defining or answering the question, what is femininity? Because after all, that's the whole reason that I started this podcast to figure out what it is and how to incorporate it in my own life and how to build it. And, and be seen and feel like a feminine woman. I also want to take this time to remind you all, or for those who may be new to the podcast, that my podcast is homegrown. So every so often, you will hear some background noises, like a dog or some cars, or I even had some birds this time. But I hope that you sit back, relax, and enjoy. Let's start the episode. I want to talk to you guys about a word. A dirty word. A word that has been branded into the minds, in particular of us Gen Xers. It's a word that I've heard to describe me many, many times. And one, honestly, that I wore with a badge of honor. Now, what is this word that now runs chills up and down my spine? That word, my femme family, independent. I hope you all enjoyed my melodramatic moment um, as a means to introduce the topic for for this episode. And yes, it's about being independent. And I know all my Gen X women are, their brains are frying, they're, they're in shock, because I know you just can't believe that I was so disturbed by this word independent. Well, let me start by putting your minds at ease, because, you know, like I would have said in the clip, 
being independent was something that I, I really was proud of. I, I really was proud of being independent, being self-sufficient, being able to figure things out on my own. I mean, when I think about it, that is something that has been a part of my upbringing. It was a motto, a mantra, if you will, that as a woman growing up in the 90s and early 2000s, it was a must to be able to take care of yourself. And my general philosophy with most things is that it started off with a good intention. And I'm actually going to dive into that a little bit. So let's do that. Let, let's start with how it, it, its early beginnings was paved with good intentions. So when I think about the elders in my family, and not even my, my family, but women in general, you know, women who were older than me in general, why this became such an important thing for their daughters to learn. And, you know, I think about those women and to be more specific, I think about my mom. So my mom, and I think most women in that generation, grew up with a two-parent home. And if your mom's generation was like my mom's household, the her mom, my grandmother, she was a housewife. And my grandfather went out, worked, paid the bills. You know, my grandmother didn't have to worry about bills. She didn't have to worry about, you know, how something was going to get fixed. Um, you know, things that needed to be done around the house that was physical in nature. It was a no-brainer that my grandfather just took care of it. Like, there, there, it was not even a thought. <laughs> and where the, the balance came, my, grandma, my grandmother took care of the domestic things, you know? She, she raised the kids. She cooked all of the meals. I think my mom would even describe how they would walk home for lunch. You know, she took care of the cleaning. And, and this, as we all know, and for those who don't, this is a full-time job. So going into the mindset now of my mom and her generation, this is what you saw on a day-to-day -day basis. So naturally, as it would be the case for any human being, if that's what you see every day, that is your expectation of what your marriage is going to be like. So fast forward, you know, my mom's generation, they become women themselves. They get married at, you know, early 20s. 
maybe not as teenagers, like my grandmother's generation, but early 20s. And this is where I believe, and believe me guys, this is only based on my one point of view. I am totally open to other point of views, other philosophies, other stories. So please feel free to let me know. But for my mom's generation, I believe this is where the rise of the absent father began. And whatever their experiences were with men, it was different than my grandmother. And I often ask myself, and this is a little sub point, because I know the, the tradition of teaching women how to be good wives. Because, you know, you, you teach girls how to cook how to clean, you know, you, you teach them all these things. And you know what, I guess when I bring some men on the show, this is gonna be one of the questions that I ask them. Was the tradition continued to teach men how to be great husbands? And I'm not sure if that is the reason for the breakdown. I believe that there's two sides to every story. So, but from my small view, a breakdown occurred. So, going back to the mindset of my mom's generation, this would be a shock <laughs> to your system because you grew up with a father who did everything for your mother. And now you find yourself in whatever your situation is that it's not the same. I hope you guys are following me. In my mind, it makes sense. <laughs> so let's fast forward a little bit now to my generation. So we have this generation before us who was the first wave of absent fathers for whatever reason. So it makes sense that you're going to teach your daughter that you need to know how to take care of yourself. Because speaking as my mom's generation, if you go, you're, you're going in almost unprepared because you were prepared to be a wife. You weren't prepared to be wife and husband. So to go through that transition and speaking as a learning and development professional, <laughs> that learning process had to be hard. So naturally, when you have kids, you don't want it to be so hard for them. So you are going to look out for them and say, listen, you need to know how to take care of yourself. And hence the rise of the independent woman. don't want to villainize being independent. I really, really don't. But I want us to be able to look at it in a more balanced way. Because like I said, I believe it started 
with a good intention, but now it's morphed into being closed off. So why don't we talk about some benefits to being independent and then let's talk about some disadvantages to being independent. have to be independent it means that you have to figure things out on your own so if something needs to be fixed or you have a problem to solve you got to go do some research and figure it out on your own benefit number two you don't have to depend on anyone so if there's a project or just any type of assignment or anything in that nature that you got to do, you, when you're independent, you only have you to slow you down, right? So you don't have to confer with anybody. You don't have to wait until one person does their piece of whatever the project is. Benefit number three. You're not easily swayed. You see, because again, when you're independent and you realize that your decisions land, rise and fall, basically, with you, you stop and think twice when anyone presents anything to you because you realize the repercussions and consequences they are all on you. And one thing I find too is that because you're in this mode of knowing that it's you or nothing, you you become like an independent thinker as well. So, you know, even in a crowd where everyone may be thinking, well, option A is the answer, you're not afraid to say, but have you considered option B? So you're independent in your thinking and when you have that type of thought process, you're not easily swayed by other people. And our last benefit, benefit number four, is you build self-esteem and self-worth. Because when your independence comes from a place of, you know, self-sufficiency and it comes from a healthy place, then you know, it, it's almost like a sense of accomplishment when you know that you can start something, you did it on your own, and when you see it flourish or you see yourself making steps toward it or even just knowing that you tried, you know, all of that builds self-esteem and self-worth because you know that you did it on your own. And, and that could be a beautiful thing. Okay, my fam fam. Let's put on our big girl thongs and let's talk about the disadvantages. So, disadvantage number one. You don't depend on anyone. So what does that mean? That means that you could be drowning, you could be suffering, 
and you don't know how to ask for help. And normally that comes from a place of not trusting yourself and not trusting others. And that can be very damaging to us as women, but as people in general. Disadvantage number two. You become controlling. So because you're independent, because you are afraid to be vulnerable, let's just be honest, you feel like you have to control everything. Everything you have to touch. Everything needs to have your eye. Everything needs to be within a very specific plan that you believe must happen in a very specific way. Disadvantage number three. You are not vulnerable. Now, before I continue, let me just start off by saying that when it comes to vulnerability, I am of the church of Brene Brown. And Brene Brown tells you that not everybody deserves your vulnerability. But on the other hand, she also says that vulnerability is the birthplace of creativity and true love. Of course, I'm paraphrasing, but... You know, she really teaches a lot about vulnerability and how important it is to be vulnerable. And when you're independent, you you almost run away from it. But it's a disservice to you. Because, again, being able to truly connect with someone, you know, allowing someone to truly see who you are. And allowing that person to love you. I know it sounds easy. It sounds cliche. But when you're in the real world and just the thought of even truly expressing your feelings. At least I don't know about everybody else. But for me, that is so scary. But we should all aim to be vulnerable with the people who deserve it. Disadvantage number four. It's your way or the highway. And whereas in some cases, you know, this could be an advantage, but I put it under disadvantage because it kind of isolates you, you know? When you want things your way and there's no other way, then it says a couple things to people, you know. Number one, it could say that you're not open to listening to other people's ideas. It could mean that you're stubborn. (laughs) It could mean that you think you're the only person with great ideas and that could come off like you don't value the people around you so it's best to even just listen just hear people out you know people appreciate you seeing the value in them and the best way to do that the easiest way to do that is to hear them out be present 
and really take in what they're saying and where possible, because sometimes it's not, but where possible, incorporate their ideas. I, I just want to say this. I, I don't want anyone on this podcast to think that I have mastered this. You know, what, what I've been saying all along has been, you know, my journey so far and from, you know, being self-reflective and, you know, watching other women who I know who are independent and proud so I don't want you guys to think that I have mastered this, but I think what's different for me is now that I'm aware of it. Because again, there are times when you need to be independent-minded, and there are times when you just need to allow your feminine to flow. So now that I'm aware of it, I can stop and shift my mind. You know, I have a shift in mindset. And when there are those opportunities for me to be less independent, I can stop and I could say, no, Deidre, ask for help. Or no, Deidre, accept the help being offered to you. You, you don't have to do this alone and for me that has been I I almost want to say and I'm going to say it has been a a burden lifted off my shoulders because there's something reassuring in knowing that I don't have to go it alone and and I hope that's an opportunity for you to rethink some things as well. And let me say this too, ladies, why you should rethink independence. Because I know that there's some of you out there saying, I really don't see what's the problem. And you may be one of those people that your independence is in a healthy place and it comes from a healthy place and you're good. But if you find that your relationships or your friendships or even your work life, if you find that you are often emotionally drained, that you're always the one who has to initiate if you're the one who has to do most of the work and that could be again relationship work that could be friendship work that could be work work (laughs) then you may need to ask yourself where is my independent mindset coming from And is there an opportunity for me to change my approach, change my mindset to get the outcome that I want? Because, you know, if you are a person who 
you you are curious about femininity like I am if you want to relax in your feminine energy then it may be time to stop do some reflective work maybe get some therapy you know maybe ask some women who you can tell have their femininity um in a place that's healthy and because you know what i what i perceive is that women who are comfortable in their feminine energy they just radiate this confidence and beauty and that is definitely something that i aspire to and i will end there I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you continue to journey with me as I continue to discover my femininity. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at realizing underscore femininity for more episode updates and posts about femininity. Talk to you soon.